so vain. I'm pretty sure this song is about me. I'm so vain. Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Uh, today is Tuesday, March 3rd, 2020. Super Tuesday. I'm from the state of California, so I'm one of the super states. Looks like it's going towards Bernie Sanders. Wasn't a super Tuesday for me. We'll talk a little bit about that. It wasn't that bad, though. I took a nap. Everything went away. We're going to talk about Xanadu. We're going to talk about Pee Wee Herman. All on today's episode of This Joe Batanz right here on Afterthought Media. a bunch of thirsty motherfuckers, I swear to God. It's a lot of people showing up for what... I mean, I don't know where anybody is, but if you're on the East Coast, it's late. And I happen to know that at least two people that I can see there are on East Coast time. I'm like, what are you doing up? It's a school night. Anyway, I look, I'm going to do the smart thing, and I'm going to talk about Pee-Wee's Big Adventure first. Then I'm going to talk about Xanadu, and then any remaining time, if there's any remaining time, we'll talk about drama. I guess that's what you guys want to hear about. Okay, well, um, let's talk first about uh, Pee-Wee's Big Adventure. So I ran out of here. I had to go to Pee-Wee. Remember, I did like a super quick, really fast, this job and I had to go to Pee-Wee's Big Adventure, right? Or was it Xanadu? I don't remember which one it was. And I, uh, so I drive, and I, oh, yeah, because I remember I said, oh, they're going to be late, because they're always late. Of course, of course, of course, uh, for some reason, there was a little more traffic than usual. I was supposed to meet them at 5 p.m., and I didn't get there until 5.15, and, and John Paul was like, where are you? Which is so funny, because usually they're running late. And um, uh, I luckily, when he finally asked where I was, I was like, oh, I'm getting off on... Uh, the freeway. I'm getting off the freeway. And then I circled the block once, and they were there, and they appeared, and then John... So, John Paul's there, whatever. Hi, John Paul. And then Evil John is, like, totally hidden in a giant hoodie. Like, can't see his face at all. And he just climbs in the back of the car, just grunts. <laughs> right? So I'm like, whatever. I'm, I'm used to this shit. You should know. So now, we're driving... And then I can't, I can't, I wish, you know, because now it's two days later. I wish I could remember why, but Evil Jin John just started like fucking just getting mad at John. I think he asked where we were eating. He goes, Where are we eating? And then John Paul goes, We're going to eat this. And it was some hard Korean names. I can't say it. Korean soup place, right? Korean soup place, I'm going to call it. And, John, and Evil John's like, What? Where is that? And he's like, well, We've been there before. No, I haven't. And he's like, Yes, you have been there before. You like it. No, I don't. And everyone's going to stare at me because I look like you punched me in the face with a baseball bat. And I'm like, what? What is he talking about? And Evil John, I don't, I can't, I don't know if I want to get into that much into it. But it has all these scars on his face right now having to do with some medication. I don't know. I don't know. But he has all these like welts on his face, which I didn't see till later. I look awful. I look like uh, uh, I've been. I got in a fist fight and someone beat me up. 
right? And I was like, okay, whatever, right? So then we're driving. He's just in a bitchy, foul mood. He's not talking. It's just one-word answer besides that one little bickering argument. And I, I can tell John Paul's just like, ugh. But John Paul, it's one of the things where John Paul's just like used to it. And um, am I not in the right voice channel? Oh, J. Thomas Plank. So um, I'm just, John Paul's used to it. And I'm kind of used to it. I'm just like, ugh. So we get to this hole-in-the-wall Korean place that John Paul wanted to go to because, really, because it was close to the Wiltern Theater where this Pee-wee's Big Adventure thing was. And uh, we uh, get there, and John, Evil John just jumps out of the car, and I'm like, oh, my God, we just walk in. And it's like this little divey place, and they only serve one thing. They serve one thing. It's this Korean bowl of soup with meat in it. And it's literally just water or broth and meat. And there's only like three kinds of meat you can choose. And I chose the safest one for me, which was brisket. That's what everybody got. Because the other ones were like pig knuckle or something. I'm not going to eat pig knuckle. Not because it's gross. Um, That kind of stuff is hard to eat. You know, you like pick up your hands. Anyway, I I got brisket. Okay. So what I'm going to do. So anyway, uh, we order it. And when it comes, when it comes, well, no, first of all, then I forgot about this. First, the woman brings some like, brings us white rice and kimchi. Okay. So she brings the kimchi and the white rice in little bowls. And by the way, remember, Evil John has been here before. And he just like starts, takes the kimchi and like stuff it in his mouth. And he's just so overdramatic. He's like, ah, ah, ah right and i'm like what's going on john paul's like oh he just thinks it's too spicy and he's like oh, oh, oh. is it way dramatic like chugging water down his throat and it's just like it's, oh, oh, it's too hot it's too hot why would it be this hot? Why would it be so i was like actually i was kind of afraid because it was such a violent reaction that i was like well surely this is super spicy Right, like I go, I have better. I know I have better spice capability than Evil John, but I'm like, it still must be really spicy. Guys, I had some. I ate it so carefully. I mean, it was kind of spicy. It was kimchi, but like not to the degree that Evil John was reacting. It was kind of cuckoo bananas. I'm not gonna lie. All right. So I'm like, what? What the fuck? What was that all about? Right. So then, but then John Evil John takes his hood off, and oh my god. It does look like someone has beat the shit out of him. And he's being super angry and super awkward. So I'm like, you know what? I need to, no one's talking. And I go, I'm going to make some awkward conversation right now. Right? So I, you know, he was doing this program, uh, this like program to become a paramedic. And I go, oh, how's uh, your program? He's like, fine. I just got to do some hours. Right? I was like, whatever. Then I have to go, I'm going to go wash my hands, right? So I go to the bathroom, I wash my hands, come back, and they're looking at me. And John Paul says, you're not going to talk about uh, Evil John's paramedic program on your show, are you? And I go, no, why would I? He goes, Evil John is convinced you asked him about his paramedic program so you could talk about it on your show. And I said, no, 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 no. 
I don't care about the paramedic program. I'm going to talk about your tantrum and how you look like you got the shit beat out of you on your face. That's what I'm going to talk about in the show. And they laughed. I think it's because when you tell people the honest truth, sometimes they think, oh, they're so he's being so honest. There's no way he is telling us the truth. It's so blatantly honest. But no, here I am. Two days later, I'm telling you, that's exactly what happened. John, Evil John must have been having, uh, like, he must have been hangry. Or low blood sugar, you know what I'm saying. Because as soon as he ate, he was in a much better mood. Uh, For the record, the soup was very whatever. Uh, When they brought it to you, Evil John goes, where's the salt? And the woman was like, oh, it's uh, right there, but don't put too much salt, Right. And then he and John Paul grab it, like, oh, thanks. And then they grab it, and they both put, like, sp- it's, it's like the salt in this bowl. And um, uh, they're like, and they just like, take a spoon. They put, like, three spoonfuls of salt in their bowl. And I said, the, the woman said, don't put too much salt. Like, John Paul goes, taste the taste it. And I taste it, and it literally tasted like nothing. Like, like that's why I called it water. It tastes like tap water, Right. He goes, so I go, oh my God. So I actually put three bowls of salt and that was actually three spoonfuls of salt. And that was actually the right amount of salt. Like it was like, oh, it wasn't too salty. It was like just the right amount of salt. So that broth doesn't have that much salt in it. Anyway, so now we have to drive over to, oh, by the way, what I'm going to say is too, it was a tiny, modest bowl of soup. It was fine. It was whatever. $15. I don't know why John Paul goes there. It was crazy. I was like, oh my God. I spent, I just spent, because with tax and tip, I ended up spending close to $20 for a modest bowl of broth with a few pieces of brisket in it that needed salt. Anyway, whatever. So we head over to the Wiltern, which is down the block. We parked there. We walk over to the Wiltern, and we, they have two lines, right? Now, I'm, I'm not saying that this is actually uh, not super important in the story, but you should know this that we got the tickets through Pee Wee Herman's agent okay john paul got the tickets through Wee herman's agent so john paul's like well where do we go to get those tickets because it's a will call but will calls like oh you have to go inside it's a whole thing so the security there's two lines one for the balcony and one for the orchestra and so the um security like doesn't matter what line you get in the because the will calls inside so we just get in the shorter of the lines we go inside okay well first we're standing in line some woman sold me stickers for like two dollars because she hounded me Okay. We go inside, we get the tickets, we go through security. This was not a good thing because it was a movie. The tickets were front row center and there was no one else in the row. It was a sold out show. I, I don't know what this was. They were front row center. So, because the first part is they show the movie, they show Pee Wee's Big Adventure. It's the first thing that happens. There's no introduction or anything, they just show Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Afterwards, Pee Wee Herman came out, Paul Rubens came out and did like an hour, essentially like lecture. I wouldn't call it a Q&A, but he basically sat there and told stories from making the movie. But we, he was 10 feet from me. What's weird is I've only been to this theater two times in my life, the Wiltern Theater. I've only been two times in my life. The other time was like 30 some odd years ago when my parents took me to see Penn and Teller and we were front row center. So I've only sat two times. I've only sat front row center at the Wiltern. Very odd. Never sat any other place in that theater. Anyway, by the way, I, I bought merch. 
pretend everybody merged, but the merge was kind of cool. I'm going to give one of them to my brother. Um, Luke Stamen says in the chat room, heard he was legitimately scared of the snakes. He did talk about that. He was legitimately scared of the snakes and talked about it. I hate snakes too, so I would be legitimately scared of the snakes as well. So anyway, um, as we're sitting there waiting for the movie to start, because we got there kind of early. Oh, because John Paul thought the movie was at 7 and it was at 7.45. So we're just sitting there. And there, a person sat behind us was dressed like, um, what's the name of that character Lawrence Fishburne played with a cowboy Carl or whatever his name is? I don't know what his name was. He dressed up as him and his, the person he was with was dressed up as Miss Yvonne. And we're sitting there and John Paul says to me, oh, look at that guy over there. He's kind of hot. So I turn to my left. I'm looking at this guy. As I'm looking at the guy, I feel someone just fucking beat the shit out of my right arm. Right? I'm looking over my left shoulder. And I'm like, what is going on? I look, and Evil John's punching me in the right arm. And it's because, remember, we're by ourselves, front row center. Cowboy Carl, whatever his name is, and Miss Yvonne are sitting right behind us. No. The real Miss Yvonne was standing right next to us, telling the Miss Yvonne that she looked amazing and wanted to compliment her. And um, she was like, oh my god, it's Miss Yvonne, it's Miss Yvonne. And it was... um, great it was fun it was cool to see miss yvonne right there and then so we you know the the night goes it by the way the wilton i guess took, got rid of their theater seats because mostly a concert venue now and they just had those shitty fold-out chairs oh my god my back was hurting me so badly by the end of the night it was awful and then we uh got in the car and drove home afterward oh we we did get the famous la uh uh, Danger Dog. The, it's a, and by the way, it is so fucking. There's nothing better when you walk out of a show or concert or club at you know whatever time at night, and the Mexican lady is there making the bacon wrapped hot dogs that she puts in a hot dog bun. She puts mayonnaise and mustard and ketchup, but I said no ketchup with onions and jalapenos. There's nothing better on this planet. All right. Oh, April Patch is leaving. Bye, April Patch. Okay, so that's uh, that was um. Uh, what's the name of that? Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Let's talk about uh, Xanadu. I'm gonna tell you, I was so angry at the end of that rumor mill after Evan talked shit on me that I just white knuckled it all the way to uh, the Xanadu. It was about a 30 minute drive. Didn't listen to any music. I was in silence, stewing in the car. I had texted with Taylor a little bit whilst driving. I have speech-to-text. I wasn't texting. I was using speech-to-text. And Taylor's advice was pretty much, look, just sleep on it. Enjoy Xanadu. Don't think about it. And think about it tomorrow. Sleep on it. And then I think Luke Stamen messaged me privately and said the same thing. Or maybe he said it in there. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that. So I go to the Xanadu and decide just to forget about it. Now, when... When John Paul told me about Xanadu and I went to go buy my tickets, it was sold out so quickly that the only thing I was available, I was able to get were the um, the seats that are reserved for handicapped people. They sell them at last, after everything else is sold. So I was literally in a handicapped seat, but the Johns were like two rows ahead of me. And John Paul was running late. Okay? And... So Evil John sits next to me. He goes, I don't know if John Paul's going to make it on time. And I was like, oh, really? He goes, I might just sit here next to you. And I was like, oh, 
especially since I'd had such a shitty day to that point. And I was just kind of looking forward to just sitting by myself, eating a ton. Oh, because at the Al- we were I was at Alamo Draft House, and it's one of those ones where the it's reclining seats and the waiters come to you. And I'm like, you know what? I just had such a shitty day. I deserve a fucking beer, chips and queso, and a fucking uh, brisket torta. Okay, which is what I had. And I already ordered the food, and it was coming to my chair, and I wanted to eat it in peace while watching Xanadu. And not be disturbed by evil John complaining, right? Thank God John Paul got there in time and they went and sat in their seats. Now, the thing is, I'm going to give the full review on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race recap when I talk to Taylor on Saturday. But I'll tell you right now that... um, I'll tell you right now that I thought it was okay. It was a very strange movie. And my official thing, my official stance is, I wouldn't ever watch it if it was on TV. But if there was, if, an, if another circumstance came up where they were like, oh, they're showing Xanadu at this theater, I'd probably go see it. I'm not going to lie. Right? Uh, they gave us glow sticks to swing, to wave as we, um, as during the end when they were roller skating. And it was a fun time. And I calmed down and I drove home. And I guess we'll spend the last few minutes talking about what happened then and what happened today. And there's all this other drama that happened today. I'd probably just talk about tomorrow. But um, here's the thing. I was very mad at Evan. And by the time I got out of Xanadu, Taylor was right. I wasn't really as mad at Evan. But the problem for Evan is that the anger made me... re-examine the show and you guys can put your opinion in the in the chat room if you want it made me re-examine the rumor mill and i think there were times where for a couple of reasons i hadn't really intervened in the rumor mill which is so funny because people were writing things on patreon that were just patently untrue or somebody wrote it might be even somebody in this room somebody wrote something that was literally a repeat of what i've said i was like like, Joe, here's my advice, and it's everything I've said. Anyway. Uh, and so I think I said, whoever I said, great, and I'll get them a car and uh, something else. Uh, whoever I said that to in the post, I was being sarcastic. It was that person. But um, it made it, it's one of these things where I realized that there were things that I overlooked because I have such affection for Evan Ayers. And once that affection was removed, even temporarily, allowed me to see the rumor mill for the faults that are really there. And I think that I think what everybody was writing, and so what I walked away with after today's poll, uh, I uh, after today's poll, after reading everyone's comments, which were, which were very helpful, by the way, I'm not lying about that, they were very helpful. Is I've realized, look. It's good if I ever do want to get rid of Evan, it will be very difficult. People love him, and for varying reasons, there are people who just love George, uh, Jimmy, and Evan because they think they're hot twinks, right? And then there are people who actually just like hearing a young perspective, and they like people who hearing this. And I don't think there's anything invalid about that. But the point is that the rumor mill is no longer the rumor mill. I don't know how many of you heard the pilot episode today. If you didn't, it's going to come out in three hours 
And and by the way, even if you heard the the even if you heard the pilot episode live, I'm adding stuff to it, making some tweaks, um, adding all of Jimmy's off the air crystal comments and stuff like that. Um, so that will be in the show. So when I release it in three hours, but um, so you might want to listen again, and also put what you thought about that about that pilot episode. But um, if that if that pilot episode is a hit, if that pilot episode is a hit, I think the best course of action is that that's the new version of the rumor mill. That's the version of the rumor mill that's on the public feed, and then Evan, George, and Jimmy do a show on Patreon. Okay. That is them basically just recapping the show. If if the rumor mill version pilot that I had is not a hit, then the best case scenario is that when the rumor mill comes back on Monday, Joe Batanz is the new host of the rumor mill and executive producer of the rumor mill, and Evan Ayers is just a panelist. Oh my god, so much more happened today. We'll have to talk about it tomorrow on this Joe Batanz. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace! Which is one of my favorite YouTubers has done this noise. Whatever.